Good morning. This is KWSO News. After nearly two years of not holding the Columbia River Intertribal Fish Commission Salmon Camp due to the pandemic, it is set to make its comeback this year. The camp will be held on August 22nd through the 26th at Camp Namanu in Sandy and will be hosted by the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs. If your student wants to learn about the science of salmon, know more about the tribal salmon culture, or help with a stream restoration project, Salmon Camp is the place to do it. Five students from each Critfic member tribe will be selected entering grades 6 through 8. Salmon Camp is free, but space is limited, and the participants are selected through an application process. Applications must be received by June 17th. All meals and lodging are included, and a stipend will be provided upon successful completion of the program. In a news release yesterday, Jefferson County Sheriff Mark Hackathorn reported a long-term drug trafficking organization investigation culminated when law enforcement professionals from across Oregon served six simultaneous search warrants at six different addresses across north, northern Jefferson County. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office partnered with Central Oregon Drug Enforcement and utilized Central Oregon Emergency Response Team and Deschutes County SWAT in helping safely serve the warrants and to clear all the properties of people. During the search warrant, 15 people were detained and 16,240 pounds of processed marijuana, 17,704 plants, four firearms, and a large U.S. currency cash were seized as evidence. Five people were arrested at the scene and were lodged at the Jefferson County Sheriff's Jail. Those five detained, Robert Joseph Dale, Dong Hai Zhu, Sky Hong Yi Su, Wen Jian Yan and Sam Chen were charged with the unlawful manufacturing, delivery, and possession of marijuana. Dale was also charged with the unlawful possession of a firearm. Several additional suspects, both foreign and domestic, have been identified. Detectives expect additional arrests are forthcoming once additional follow-up investigations are complete. In recognition of the upcoming Juneteenth federal holiday, the Indian Health Service has granted its employees a two-hour early dismissal on Friday, June 17th, with the exception of emergency and essential employees. Juneteenth commemorates the events of June 19, 1865, when Union General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas to inform enslaved African Americans that the Civil War had ended and they were free. It has been celebrated annually on June 19th in various parts of the United States since 1865 and became recognized as a federal holiday on June 17, 2021. At the Warm Springs Health and Wellness Center, IHS federal staff have been authorized to take two hours administrative leave but will be working to get all staff out the door as soon as they are able to take care of patients with scheduled appointments. The Peacock show Rutherford Falls stars Janice Schmeeding, a Native American who grew up in Canby and graduated from the University of Oregon. KLCC's Brian Bull reports on the season two premiere today. Schmeeding plays Regan Wells, a member of the fictitious Minashanka tribe and friend to Nathan Rutherford, heir to the town's colonial legacy. That legacy and their friendship was tested last season, but season two suggests they're onto new misadventures. Adversity makes us stronger. No reek. Is this sweater too sexy? For what? What about a fit? 
fest. Schmeeding says with the world building of Rutherford Falls established in season one, the writers cut loose with season two. It's a very comedy forward season. We have things like a Halloween episode. <laughs> we are doing some goofy stuff. Regan decides that she wants to apply for a plot of land on her res. So we see tribal bureaucracy this season. We have a pretendian episode. Rutherford Falls has won praise for its portrayal of Native Americans due to its team of indigenous writers. I'm Brian Bull, reporting in Eugene. Portlander Irene Taylor, an award-winning documentary filmmaker, had a recent project premiere nationally last week at the Tribeca Film Festival. As reported by Willamette Week, the film, Leave No Trace, centers on the Boy Scouts of America's century-long cover-up of sexual abuse and the Oregon case that blew it wide open. The project began when Taylor met a friend for drinks and heard a story of a social worker whose full-time job was to take calls from men who were sexually abused as kids in the Boy Scouts. The film spotlights survivors' quest for justice as they seek acknowledgement from the Scouts for shattering their lives. With the help of Nigel Jacquis, Willamette Week journalist and the movie's narrator, Taylor and other local journalists got the movie made after weeks of reading disturbing documents, taking red-eye flights to tearful interviews and a brash of good luck. The case of uh, Carrie Lewis in 2010 broke open the depth of the Boy Scouts' history of sexual abuse as the judge, John Whitmayer, ordered a portion of the perversion files released which detailed the abuse of thousands of boys between 1965 and 1985. The film, Leave No Trace, debuts on Hulu today. That's your KWSO News. Reporting for KWSO News, I'm Duncan Bruno.